You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, here's what I'd like for you to know about me. First and foremost, I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Second, I don't do hustle and grind. I do spirituality and systems. And you might be wondering, what in the devil is an incredible factor? And if so, I invite you to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. It's aptly titled, Exactly What is the Incredible Factor? There's even a cool worksheet that I want you to do that will help you to find yours. Oh, I will likely say some things that will make you laugh, a few things that could make you cry, and definitely make you question if you are ready to leverage your incredible factor. Remember, I'm a coach, and my job is to tell you what you don't want to hear and show you what you don't want to see, all to help you to become who God created you to be. I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is powered by Breakthrough in Business 2020. Can I just tell you that our theme in 2020 is next level everything. We are soon to be opening up registration. And if you want to be one of the first to secure your seat to the most powerful event you will ever attend, if you are a high achiever that is ready to prepare for your next level, go to BreakthroughInBusinessEvent.com. In today's episode, I am making over Antonina Gears' business. She is the CEO of a brand new business that is, it just blew my mind what she's doing and how she's helping women go to their next level. She's created a new company and an event that she has coming up that we talk all about in the episode. During the episode, I help her with her desire to figure out how to solve the challenge of being about 40 days out from her live event and no one being registered, right? I literally give her a plan to overcome this and put some butts in the seats so she can put her business on the path to up-level growth. If you are wanting to take your business to the next level, you are going to love, love, love this makeover in this podcast. Let me just share a little bit about Antonina's bio. Antonina Gear was born an encourager, and she works with high-achieving corporate women of faith who are struggling with knowing that there's more to life than a successful career, but are stuck with what to do next. Antonina, as the CEO of Antonina Gear Consulting Group, LLC, is a leading coaching and consulting firm for high-achieving women of faith. At her core, Antonina is an encouraging teacher and is a confident, loving, and authoritative speaker who speaks with passion that ignites and pushes people into action with their ideas and vision. As a coach and consultant, Antonina is gifted in strategy and discerning beyond what's at the surface to help maximize potential. As a speaker, she focuses on living and working in your God-given purpose so that you're impacting and transforming lives. Woo! Oh, I think I should also tell you that she is born and raised in Milwaukee and she is a Green Packers fan. One of her favorite things to do on Sunday is to take an afternoon nap. She and her husband live in South Carolina. Listen, this is going to be a very, very powerful business makeover for you. Let's jump in to today's episode. 
Hello, Antonina here. Welcome to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast. I'm so excited that you are here with me today. And I'm really excited about an opportunity to make over your business. So for those of you who are listening, you are in for an amazing treat. I love these business makeovers and I know you're going to love them too. So let's get started, Antonina. Tell everybody who you are in your own words. Hi, first, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here and making over my business. I'm Antonina Gear, and I am a strategist to corporate women of faith who are in management, and I help them transcend from their corporate success and shift into launching their purpose. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So right off the bat, for those of you who happen to be listening to this podcast episode, if you know a woman who is in corporate America who also loves God then you need to connect her with Antonina. I'm going to put her information in the show notes so that you can reach out and connect with her and not only learn about what we're going to be doing a business makeover on today, but just connect with her because she is doing powerful, powerful work. So Antonina, what brings you to a business makeover with me? What is the challenge that you would like my help and support around today? Right now, I think my biggest challenge is um, my event that I have coming up for Higher Achieving Corporate Women of Faith. It's a one-day event called The Refreshing, um, where I want to bring corporate women of faith in management together to start to begin the work on um, their vision that they believe they have or an idea that they believe they have that God gave them that is something that goes beyond what they're doing in their jobs, but that can also um make them income as well that goes beyond their salary that they're making okay i just want to make sure i heard you correctly so these women are they're in corporate today but they know that there's a greater vision and purpose for their life and that includes either business or ministry outside of the corporate space yes that's correct that's correct and what is keeping these women from making the leap and just moving outside of corporate For one, um, the comfortability of the salary, um, especially when you're at six figures or more. um, That's one. Um, Confidence. um, Don't really know the next step. They might have the idea, know exactly what they want to do, just don't know what to do next. Um, Or they have a ton of ideas and not really sure which one is the right one. You know Okay, so here's what I just heard you say. And the reason why I'm dialing this back for everybody who is listening, if you cannot clearly articulate who you are working for or who you are wanting to serve with your work, you will have huge problems. So Antonina wants to help her corporate women of faith to move out of their comfort zone, establish their confidence, and get clarity around what is their next step. And you want to be able to be as concise as Antonina just was for us. So tell us a little bit more about the event. So when is the event happening? The event is happening on Thursday, November 14th, and it's during the work day. So it's a time for them to come away from their busy work um, and really be refreshed. So there's a refreshing part, and then we actually begin to do the work. Okay. And uh, where is it happening? It's happening in where I live in Greenville, South Carolina area. That's the upstate of South Carolina. Okay, awesome. So two things that immediately come to my mind in terms of, and we'll get into what the specific challenge is, because you said filling the event, and that could mean a lot of different things. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, I love live events. 
But I think most people do not realize how challenging it can be to get the butts in the seats. And not just any butts, butts that are actually going to be interested in what you're sharing enough to potentially invest in themselves at the next level. Because Antonina isn't doing this event because she doesn't have anything else better to do. She's doing it because she wants to first serve the women and help them to get a refreshing, but she also wants to set them up to come and work with her longer term to create their transition plan to go to the next level. And if you are doing a live event, that live event should be what I like to call an enrollment event. And when you are hosting an enrollment event, you should profit at every turn. You should profit before you take the stage and you should profit based on what you enroll people into in the event. So, uh, Antonina, what have you done so far to get the word out about your event and to create awareness? So, so far it's been <laughs> mainly social media. Um, so that's that probably chuckle all about. Pardon? Tell everybody what that chuckle was all about. <laughs> because I already know that you're going to be like, your people ain't always on <laughs> social media. And then you have to do more than that. Um, and I am realizing that, but it's mainly social media. Okay. And, um, you know, when I talk to women that I might work with or women just anywhere, and I know that they're somehow it comes out that they're in management or corporate or something, I'll mention it. Um, also too, when I first started this, this business this year, I did the market search market research interviews where I was speaking and interviewing with people, um, who are in corporate management, women of faith. And um, so I reached out to those people as well. And then also too, like saying, you know, if you know anybody else, you know, let them know and all that stuff. And then, you know, just in my neighborhood, women I know who are um, in leading roles too. So, but okay. yeah, mainly, mainly social media. So let's put another pin right there and let me just sidebar for those of you who are listening. Social media is great for building awareness. It is challenging to get people who are finding you and meeting you and liking your posts and even commenting on it on social media to come offline with you into a live event. So you always want to keep in mind that social media is about awareness building and it is only when you Pair that awareness with offline strategies that you might actually be able to get them to your event. But it doesn't happen the way that it is. And social media is only one way to market, not the way to market. And I knew she already knew that, but I had to say it for the sake of <laughs> you who are listening right now. Okay. Um, okay. So let's talk. Let's jump into the goal. So the goal is to have how many women at this event? The goal is 40. Okay. The room holds a little bit more than that, but um, I'll be happy with 20. <laughs> okay. All right. So the reason why I asked this question is because at this point, we're a little bit more than a month away, right? A little, right. No, a little bit less than two months away because mm -hmm. we're still mm -hmm. in September at the time of this recording. And so let me just also say this. Those of you who might be listening that do live events, endeavor to do live events, this is still plenty of live event marketing time. We host several live events a year, and the majority of the ticket sales come in in the 30 days before the event. So you still have approximately two weeks until you're 38 days out from the event, and you'll start to see it. And the reason why I think is especially if people are looking at it locally, 
the decision to come doesn't need to be made until a few days before versus when it's a longer term. When you're doing a one-day event, people don't usually have to make a lot of arrangements to be there for one day where they need to do it in advance, whereas they would if it were a multiple-day event. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Okay. So what I want to do now, Antonina, and I'm, I am, of course, recording this for the purposes of the podcast, and we'll send you a copy of the recording so that you have it. I'm going to go spit fire through ways that I know that if you start focusing in on this over the next 40 days or so that you have until the event, you'll be able to get some traction. And that with the goal of getting you as close to that 40 people in the room as possible, we know that... Um, the goal is to profit before you take the stage. So before the event starts, everything that you needed to invest in in order to give these people an amazing experience has been provided for. It's all paid for so that whatever comes on the back end of the event is pure profit that you get to put in your pocket as you look to serve these people. Okay, so because your ideal attendees to this event are women in corporate America, and this is such a great time to be focused in on women in corporate America. Do you know, do you have a list of the top 10 companies that are in your area and within, I would say, within an hour or so to Greenville, South Carolina? Do you know who these companies are? I do not know, but I could probably off the top of my head probably name a few. Okay. So one thing I want you to do is I want you to get a copy of the business journal for South Carolina. Okay. In that business journal, they're going to list the best places to work. Hmm. They're going to give you a list of these and they do, depending upon the city and the market, they might do the business journal once a quarter or twice a year or just once a year, but you're going to literally get a list of the best places to work. And guess what's cool about that? The best places to work are always looking to develop their people. Oh, makes sense. You see where I'm going here? Yeah. So it creates an opportunity. Now, I want you also to make sure that you have in addition to your website, which is nicely done, I've taken a look at it, it looks so amazing. It, it really puts your brand on upscale, which I know is, that, is exactly what you are going for. I want you to have the person who did your website or whoever does your graphic design to create two different flyers for you. Okay. One flyer is for you to distribute in corporate America. And so what I mean by that, it is gonna talk about personal development. It's going to talk about getting them to the next level in their career, right? Because even though these women have an assignment and a purpose that might exist outside of their company, whatever it is that you're helping them with is going to help them to do better in their job. That is true. Right? So yep. we're going to exploit that for the purposes of being able to share this with companies, specifically human resources or um, people development, depending on the company, what they might call it something different. You're going to be looking especially for employee resource groups. Okay. Every major company, a company that has in excess of 500 employees, so those are the people you're going to be looking for in South Carolina, they have employee resource groups. These are um, set-aside groups. So there's a group for women. There might be a, a group for people of color. There might be a group for LGBTQ people. There might be a, pe a group just for Hispanics. There might be a group for Asians. They have groups set aside for all of the various types of people who fit into the various categories within their organization to create a microcosm for them to have a safe space to grow and develop in their career. 
All hmm. of these ERGs, they have their own programming, but they're also looking at programming that they can sponsor to send their companies to, their employees to, right? right. So there's an opportunity for you to leverage these ERGs to be able to A, get the word out about the event, and B, potentially to be able to even get some people to, or some organizations to send people to the refreshing. Especially when you're looking at the, um, the list in the business journal of the best places to work, you want to see, you want to go to their websites, you want to scroll all the way down to the bottom, you want to click on about or careers so that you can get into the back end about the website so that you can see the company's core values. If amongst their core values are things like Christianity or faith, then you don't even need to give them the corporate version of this flyer. You can give them the regular one that says the God, their God-given purpose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But you've got to find out what they are. So for instance, I know Chick-fil-A isn't headquartered in South Carolina. They're in, headquartered in Atlanta, but I'm right. going to use them as an example because I know Atlanta's only four hours away, right? So mm. there might be an opportunity for you to go and, and if you can connect, once you know what the companies are, you're then going to go to LinkedIn and you're going to see who you're already connected with that either works at one of these companies or is connected to someone who works at one of these companies. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to create an in to create a reason for you to be able to share with them about your event so that they could potentially send people or at least spread the word. Now, depending about the company, depending on the company, there could also be an ERG that is specific to faith. Wow. It's totally possible, right? In yep. addition to that, I also want you or, or someone um, who can do it on your behalf, if you have like a virtual assistant or something, I want them to do some research on the top most affluent churches in Greenville, South Carolina. And I want, I want you to, I want them to do that. I want you to, them to make you a list of the, you know, the church name, the church's address, the phone number, the person who, whether it's the community relations person, if they're a large church, they're going to have somebody in that position. If not, it's probably going to be the office manager or assistant to the pastor. Okay. But that's another place I want you to go. Affluent churches, guess what? Guess who, who goes to those churches? <laughs> Women who, li who work in corporate America. Right. Who need to figure out how to balance who they are corporately with who God created for them to be. So again, we're creating a whole other space. That's the reason why you need the two male pieces. Because you're going to create an, a campaign where you're literally putting in the mail a copy of the flyer with a, um, a one-page sales letter explaining to them what the refreshing is, what's going to be happening there, who it's for, and what is in it for them if they send people. So typically what I recommend that you do, because we want group sales, because let's be clear, right. Getting 40 people there is really the same as getting four organizations to send 10 people. That's really all we're talking about, right? Right. So if we can get that done, then instead of it being $397, which it is on the website, it might be $347. They get to save $50 per ticket. Right. Or if it's a church, they, each person can pay $397, and then you will do a tithe back to that organization. So mm -hmm. that letter is going to describe what's in it for them if they send their people to your event even if the people come individually like you get only announcements if, if they'll let you send something that can be on the announcements if they'll let you send a 30 second video depending upon how advanced the church is and they're playing you know commercials during the service i know i've been to some mega churches that do that 
yeah. then for everyone who registers with a special code for that particular church, you will send 10% of that back to that church's whatever ministry or to whatever cause that they want to support. Okay. Right. And so that's the second thing I want you to do. So let I me mean, just repeat, cause I know I'm talking fast. Number <laughs> one, you're, you're going to go to the best places to work. I mean, the, the journal for South Carolina, and yep. you're going to go find the best places to work. You're looking specifically for employee resource groups. Okay. Once yep. you identify those companies that have employee resource groups, you're going to LinkedIn. You're going to see who you are. You're going to put that company name in the search engine and you're going to see who comes up. The people who come up first are going to be, the they're going to come up in the, the um, order that they are connected to you. So if they happen to be a one or two or a three, they're going to come up first. Ones, of course, they're already connected you, to you. You can just send them a message. Twos or threes, you need to request to link in with them. And you might say in the email, because you don't want to just say, please add me to your network. You want to say, hi, Susie. Um, it's Antonina. I'm looking to connect with women who work at XYZ company. Once, you know, once we link in, I'll share more about what, why I wanted to connect with you. Curiosity yeah. killed the cat. Susie is not only going to connect with you, she might send you a message before you get to send her a message. When okay. you then send her a message, you're going to say, I'm hosting an event that I know will be perfect for, for women at, at your company. I'm looking for someone to connect me to the person who is responsible for the employee resource groups or how to share information about events that are happening that would be ideal for employees of that company. That, I'm going to go back to that flyer for a second. That okay. flyer is not only going to say the refreshing and talk about personal development and um, up-leveling the skill sets of your management team, your women leaders within your organization, but it's also going to give them a list of three to five reasons why they want to send their women managers to get a refreshing. They'll be more engaged with their teams. They'll be more creative in meetings. They'll be, you know, think about what those three to five things would be because you have to share what's in it for them, right? Everybody right. tunes into the station WIIFM and organizations are no different. So you're going to have to appeal to what they're going to get out of allowing their, their managers to take a day away from the office to come and hang out with you for a day, what's going to be in it for them. And right. how the skills of what you're going to be teaching at the refreshing are transferable to them. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So that's, Number one. Number two is we're looking for affluent churches within the body, within the immediate region. I would say I probably wouldn't go out more than two hours. Um, if it was, you know, if it was, if it was a one day thing, I probably wouldn't want to drive more than an hour even to get there. But you're going to be looking for the churches that are immediately surrounding you that are larger in nature. Um, I feel like uh, Pastor John Grace Church is in South Carolina. I don't know if he's in Greenville, though. He, he's in Greenville. Okay, we, yeah. So he's that's there. one church that I would reach out to, um, the team there. Um, and, and similarly, you're going to send them the letter, the, and the letter is just basically going to explain who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. The call that um, to women who work in corporate America that know that God has given them a purpose and a vision, and they're trying to figure out how to maintain or, um, or I would say maintain, maintain the lifestyle that they have while operating completely in their purpose and you've established this event in order to be able to make them, to allow them to do it. You're going to share your story and how you got here, who you are, what you do, 
why you're reaching out to them, and then what's in it for them if they have members. You're happy to come and, and speak at, you know, either at a service or at a Bible study or a women's ministry event if there's time for that between now and November. Um, but you're, you know, you're looking for people who are looking to get their corporate women of faith on a trajectory to really continue to shift who they are while continuing to give everything that they have to the Lord. That type of thing is what's going to go on that letter with a copy of your flyer. You're going to put these in the mail and then you're going to create a follow-up campaign. So if that goes in the mail on a Thursday, that means they should have it by Saturday. They may or may not, there may or may not be anybody in the office on Saturday. Um, but you know, on Tuesday, right? Most churches don't have anybody in the office on Monday, but on Tuesday, they're back in the office. So that means that following Tuesday, you are starting to pick up the phone and you're calling and you're saying, hi, this is Antonina. I put some stuff in the mail for the name of the person that you found because everybody has a website. You can go on that website at minimum, find the women's ministry chairperson. Um, or potentially, depend, again, depending upon the number of members in the church, the person who is responsible for community affairs and relations. Okay. And those are the people that you want to talk to. Um, those, I think, are going to be the biggest two things that you can do to impact right now. I will continue to massage the people that you've already had conversations with. I will continue to massage your referrals um, and see um, who you can connect with. And then I would also go back to LinkedIn. So let's lay off of Facebook a little, but let's go back to LinkedIn and let's look for people that you are already connected to that are not entrepreneurs that work a full-time job to see whether or not this is something that could make sense for them. Okay. What questions can I answer for you? Um, I think you answered the one because I was with the companies because I was thinking, you know, how do I do, because I talk a lot with faith and stuff on my website and things like that. So just how to navigate that when I'm sending, but you, you answered that with how I would, um, the language I would use on the flyer for the company. Yeah. And, and remember this, more people are of faith than are not. Yeah. Our country is founded on the principles of Christianity. Our money says, in God we trust. Our presidents always end every statement they make with, and God bless America. So we right. need to stop acting like, I know that lady who got, took prayer out of schools, has jacked everybody up. I need to find out her name because I really don't know. But anyway, I know she's <laughs> jacked everything up. But we, ha we have not entirely separated church from state. Right. And I think that especially when you look at the core values, if the core values are of integrity and different things like that, then I think that it's going to be, um, it's not going to be as big of a deal as you think it's going to be. Yeah. And again, we're not talking about, and I think that subtle twist of how to make sure that your purpose is lining up in your work is what any organization would want their leaders to be doing. Right. So I don't think yeah. that we're really off track from what it is that, what you're going to be talking about and what organizations would want for their people anyway. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's personal development coaching. They want the best version of whomever is sitting in that leadership seat at their organization every single day. And the refreshing is going to create an environment for that to happen. So I would encourage you even to go back and look at or listen back to this recording and use even some of this language in the piece that you create that you send out to them. And stop and think about, you know, who you are as a woman who, a woman of faith who is in corporate, 
And what you would need to see on a flyer or one page to make you interested in it. Right. And then that would be what I look at sharing. Okay. Um, and I think that, you know, if you can really focus in on flooding organizations that have employee resource groups and affluent churches and continuing up, you know, the other awareness generating things that you've been doing, I think you'll be in really, really good shape. I think you'll be really, and I would go back to those people that you've interviewed and talked to before again, especially if they're semi-local to you. If they're not local to you, then I might ask them, who do they know that is within however many hours of, um, of Greenville to potentially participate. Okay. And then the, the last thing that I would do, and this is going to generate some more awareness for you, is if you have friends that have their own communities online, if there could be a way for them to interview you for mm -hmm. their communities, because then they may have people, nine times out of 10, they have people who still work a job that is, in, you know, that is um, in their community that could potentially benefit from what it is that you're putting together. Okay. And then the one last idea um, that I think could be, or two last ideas that I think could be good. List your, make sure your event gets listed on Craigslist. Might say again. Make sure your event gets listed on Craigslist. Okay. You want to list it as a community event. Hmm. Um, you want to make sure your event gets listed in the newspaper. And when you listen, list it in the newspaper, make sure you mention networking. Okay business networking and then that way it will appear and they won't charge you to list it there you want to also make sure that you are on every event site you could possibly be on if you haven't already put it on eventbrite make sure it's on best eventbrite even though it's, they can buy tickets from your website put it on eventbrite too because oh. eventbrite is its own search engine and they will put a hashtag on it things to do in greenville south carolina and people will potentially see that and that could generate ticket sales Every single time we list our events on Eventbrite, we always get people to come, who come to our events that don't even know who we, who we are, who we were, just because they saw the event on Eventbrite. Wow. You can also go and look for community online calendars where you can list events. You want to see if you can find, um, if churches have community events where you can list your events for free, you want to list them there. You basically want to try to go everywhere you possibly can to list this event, especially when it's not going to cost you everything, because all of that is increased exposure. Okay. Every single thing is increased exposure. So what question, any other questions I can answer for you? No, I think this covers it. I just have to do the work. <laughs> yeah, and you still have plenty of time. I cannot stress that to you enough. There is still plenty of time for you to fill this event. So do not grow weary in well-doing. And you will reap if you faint not. And keep doing the work. And um, there's one more scripture actually, Philippians 4 and 6. Yeah. Do be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known. So make your request known. The formula is ask, mm. believe with everything that you have that it is going to happen, and do not doubt, and then be prepared to receive it. So if you if you if the goal is for you to have a minimum of 20 people, a maximum of 40 people begin to prepare. I love this story. I, I heard it on the movie Facing the Giants. For those of you who are listening, if you have never watched Facing the Giants, I highly recommend it. There was the, um, a man who used to come in and pray 
over the lockers in the school every single day. And one day he walks into Coach Taylor's office mm-hmm. and he says to Coach Taylor, you are not done here. God still has an open door for you here. And so then Coach Taylor, you know, he hears him give him this word and he follows him out and he's like, do you believe God told you to come and speak to me? And he said, yes, I do. He's like, I, I will be, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've been struggling lately. And then the, the man said this, there were two farmers. Mm. They both needed rain, but only one of them prepared their fields for it. Woo! I got chills again. That's good. <laughs> so who are you going to be? Are you going to prepare for the rain prepare. or not? So prepare yeah. for the rain, stand in faith. Trust and believe that because he said it, he gave this vision to you in the first place, he will make it good. Do your part by giving him something to bless every single day and make sure that you do not stop until the last possible second. That's good. So do you feel like you got your business made over? I have. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being here. For those of you who are listening I told you it was going to be good, didn't I? And I'm hoping that there was something that you heard me share with Antonina that you can apply to your own business. And if you would like for me to make your business over, then you want to go to IncredibleFactorPodcast.com, IncredibleFactorPodcast.com, and apply to be a future business makeover on an episode of the show. Isn't that makeover good? I mean, I especially loved, and you guys couldn't see it, but we were on video, how the lights came on for Antonina and she realized simple things that she could do right now in order to truly shift the way she's been marketing her live event. And then when she said that these tips are gonna be simple and easy for her to implement, I got my whole life. What about you, incredible one? Want more than a makeover? Desire to build a business that serves you financially and spiritually? Take this opportunity to chat with me or a member of my team about how we can help you leverage and scale your business so that you finally build the business that not only shakes the planet, but gives you everything you crave within reach. You can get started today at coachwithdarnielle.com. That's coachwithdarnielle.com. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd really love to help you grow a business that funds the life you crave while doing work that shakes the planet. Get started today by applying for a discovery session with me or a member of my team at darnielle.com forward slash session. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, you do deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.